man, you know, man. it's always something technical. It's always something with this with this year podcast day. Eh? With this year podcast, you know, but that's that's the that's the magic you have to make if you want to uh, make magic, you know. That's that's the life of, of an artiste. It's true. It's true. Because you can only make things as good as your tools. Right. That's what mm-hmm. they say. That's what they say. A you good can never blames tools. A good artist always has the best tools because that matters more than skill. I mean, that's hard to argue. I've always said that. A good tool blames art. Art. Blame art. Blame art, you know? When it all goes wrong. <laughs> that's what That's what the problem is. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, you know, nothing, nothing too exciting. I've been playing a lot of Starfield. Uh-huh. I figured you were going to talk about Starfield. Hi, Munch. My, my cat's here. Yeah. Uh, the new Rocket League season, of course. Mm-hmm. And oh, and we need to do we we ha- we need to do a Chicago debrief. I went to go see you. Yeah, that's. I figured that was on the agenda for today. Yeah, that's on my agenda certainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, should I play the intro music? I think we should, and then let's just go right to it. Go right to town. So that's it, huh? chips are down and you're throwing the towel i don't think so because there's still one podcast out there that we can count on hey everyone hey folks hey everyone what's up everyone you're listening to my ex and i with natalie Natalie and and michael two people who used to date but don't anymore they talk about their lives dating relationships basically everything else but they're not professionals they're just making jokes don't take anything they say too seriously it's my ex and I podcast. Natalie can't stop talking and Michael can't stop bleeding. They're talking, talking exes, exes for the rest of you. Why would you start a podcast with your ex? Because loneliness is that hard. Hey, everybody. I'm Michael. And I'm Natalie. And my ex and I have a podcast together. And this is episode 133. 133. I used to watch the TV show Glee. You did? Yeah, it's yeah, of course weird. It's a weird. Well, of course I did. Yeah, you were one of those kids. Hey, everybody has to have their something. I have that song stuck in my head. The blue, the blue. No, not blue. What? King Louie. What? Jungle Book. Where? Yeah. Where? Why? Huh? The song "I Want to Be Like You." Uh huh. Is stuck in my head, and it has been for roughly eight, two hours. That makes sense for you. You're kind of whimsical in that way. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't characterize myself that way, but I do like You are the most whimsical man I've ever met. Is that true? Yeah, Michael. Wow, that's so cool. You're silly. I'm whimsical. I guess you're I am s- I'm silly for sure. You're a whimsical, silly little guy. Wow, I don't oh, do you think do you think people see me that way? I think so. I think oh. that everybody knows how full of whimsy you are. Oh, good. That makes me so happy. Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. Well, <laughs> shit. We could end the podcast now and I'd be, I'd be happy. <laughs> that's it. That's the episode. Oh, that's incredible. And so Lou, uh, King Louie, it makes so sense. It makes sense. It makes sense. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's cool. How, what, did you watch that movie recently or did you just did it just surface itself? Yeah, I probably watched it. Like 25 years ago. <laughs> yeah, shut up. But not, not since then. I don't, know, I don't know how it happened. 
sure, sure. I don't know when that movie came out, but. Um, so I think that as we just discussed, we have a, a laundry list of topics. Uh, we have a Chicago debrief. You've been playing Starfield. I've been playing Baldur's Gate, which I have not yet, I think, that's talked true. about on the podcast. I don't think so. Um, so that's exciting. Yeah. But I wanted to start by asking you, um, given the context of our show, you came to Chicago and you hung out with me and my boyfriend. How I did. Was that for, how was that for you? It was great. It, first yeah? of all, great. I love him. Good. Good. Love him. Uh, I was conscious, though, and my mom and I discussed this. I am very affectionate with you. Uh-huh. And and I I was like very conscious of that in a way that I hadn't been before because your boyfriend was there. Sure. I like to lay my head on your shoulder or like mm-hmm. give you lots of hugs or whatever. Mm-hmm. If we're yeah. on a couch, typically my hand is on your head or you know around yeah, your shoulders, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And and so I was very conscious of that, which was a new feeling, but it quickly went away because I your boyfriend's cool. Yeah, he's he's pretty cool. I didn't. I didn't feel weird at any time, uh, nor nor did he. We no. all had a great time. Yeah, I'm not like creepy about it, but like, no, you're my BFF. Yeah, for sure. And we like we t- crossed the touch barrier many moons ago, and so it's always just felt normal. I and was I would not, do it to a fella. That yeah, that's the thing too. That's weird. I I actually didn't even think of that at all. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have either, but I think there was a moment where you were like ordering food and I like had my chin on your shoulder and I was looking mm-hmm. at it and I was like, oh, I could see me being weirded out by <laughs> my girlfriend's ex-boyfriend doing that to her. Sure. Um, sure. Well, he didn't say anything. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Because he's a cool fella. He's a cool fella. He liked you a lot. I think I, I liked him a he lot. likes you so much that I was like, okay. <laughs> yes. yes. He liked he he hung out with you and then was like. I gotta listen to you guys' podcast more. Love it. I was like, love that I was oh, what the one. The fuck? I was the one that pushed him over the edge there. Yeah, like okay. Oh, I had some great moments with him. We were talking about skateboarding. Mm-hmm. You guys and he knew really what I was talking about. Yeah, you really did have a moment. Because he was like Zion Wright, and I was like, dude, the fucking the fucking half catback Smith on Hollywood 16, and he was like, I know all those words, and I saw that. <laughs> and yeah, that's a great I feeling. I didn't know any of the words. You guys also have. Uh, similarly placed and similar tattoos that was another thing where when my mom pointed that out she was like oh you both have sun tattoos on your the back of your arms i almost (laughs) said she has a type but i also thought that would be a weird thing to say no he said that later okay good all right good (laughs) even though i didn't have any tattoos when we dated yeah no i and i also said that (laughs) (laughs) that'd be that'd be a funny type you look mm-hmm. for specifically that have has a sun tattoo above his elbow. <laughs> he also won't stop talking about how fun it was to watch house with your mom. Oh, that was the best. That was, you guys came over. You sat on my new couch, which I love. I got love an, it. everybody. Everybody. You've heard about Paige's couch. I think I got a couch to rival Paige's couch. Mm-hmm. It's a great couch. It's great. So comfy. The, the only thing that I think Paige's couch has on mine is I think that her chaise is a little bit more well-structured. But mine is, you know, it's portable. Right. Her like, chaise? I think her, her, her the, the long part. The long bit, yeah. The, the long bit. 
I think L. that's I think hers is like sturdier. Mine is like two pieces. It's very weird. Yeah, but it's for the dog. It's for the dog. So what could you do? So you got a new couch. We loved it. Mm-hmm. We all sat and around, watched House. Connie did an amazing job of uh, discussing the the veracity of the medical activities and how true yeah. to life they would be. Which I didn't I didn't consider that as a benefit of watching House with my mother. But as I was sitting there, I was like, I should have been doing this the whole time. This is so the much whole fun. Time. This is so fun. Yeah. Because then I can just ask her. I did. I had some revelations about my own past medical experiences that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. You've been intubated way more times than you thought that you had been. If someone would have asked me, have you been intubated? I would have said no. Of course but not. Apparently, dozens of times. <laughs> <laughs> Because they do that for surgery every single time. I thought they'd just keep the mask on you. Right. And no, then you just go t- sleep. They sleep. take it off, apparently, and shove it down your throat. Shove that thing down your throat. That's weird. You, c- you don't feel it after. No. You'd think that you would wake up with a sore throat. But That's you know. what I'm saying. I, yeah, you would think it'd be raspy. You'd be like, oh, my throat hurts. You know what you say. Because I've had a surgery before, so I assume I've been intubated just given. You have? You know, yeah. Uh, but like I've also had an endoscopy. That you can feel after. Right. So what, why different? Why different? Yeah, why different? Maybe because we had other pains when we woke up? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We just weren't focused on it? Who can say? I bet next time I have surgery, I'm going to notice. You're going to notice. You're going to say, yeah. there's been something in here. So maybe it's because I didn't know it was happening. I was just sure. able to ignore it. Sure, sure. So we watched House. We watched it House. Was it was great. so much fun. My, mom, my mom ripped it to shreds. She did. And it was great. Mm-hmm. And then you guys went back to your place and then you hosted a little party. And that was so fun. It was so fun. I haven't hosted a party in ages. It was great. I, loved your, I loved your home. Thank you so much. We had nuts. Mm-hmm. We ordered food. Oh, so good. What's the food called? Birria. Birria. It's Man. like, it's like for those who don't know, it's like pork tacos uh, that are like fried and usually they have cheese in them and you dip them in like a consomme. Um, I don't think it's pork actually. I think it's beef. Beef. Regardless. They're very good. It's like Jimmy describes it as like Mexican grilled cheese because it's like a cheesy taco that you dip in like a tomato based thing. Yeah. And it's, it's good. so good. Yeah. Delicious. I am still thinking about it, actually. Yeah. It, it does have that fucking shit in it. Oh, cilantro. You didn't cilantro. like it. But yeah. you pushed through it. I pushed through it because that's how good it was. Yeah, it was really good. Like, even as a soap cilantro, man, mm-hmm. it's still delicious. Yeah. And you guys played Mario. We played Mario Party. Mario Party. And Jimmy won. Your boyfriend won. Yeah. <laughs> he did. Which was great. Yeah. He was a superstar. I think undisputed mini game champion goes to me, though. Yeah, no, for sure. And he would also agree. It's undeniable. I do admire that he would agree with that, but it is just kind of a fact. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think that speaks to the imbalance of the game. Sure, 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 sure. That he could he could lose so many times, but still win ultimately. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like your skill is that rewarded. Right. Right. Uh, it's, I mean, a lot I think of maybe it's it's Mario Party, so maybe it's less about skill and more about collaboration and kind of playing the game from the social aspect. 
listen, I've been playing that game for 25 years. Okay. I mean, it's a different game. That was like, what, the third one? That was like the first one. I've been playing it since the first one. Right. And Natalie, that game that we played was remastered versions of all of the mini games and maps that have ever come out. So the map we were on was actually a Mario Party 1 map from 1996 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the mini games were. That's why every time I said, "What the, I don't fucking know this mini game, it's because it was from one of the like Wii versions that I didn't play. Sure. You know, so you did have and, a little lapse. But anyway, I have a I have an extended history with Mario Party and I confidently say it's not about collaboration. It's about backstabbing. It's about it's about besting your opponents. Right. Well, that's um, like the social aspect versus just the pure skill of a mini game. I, I kind of feel like that was what you were referencing. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like I feel like the competition shouldn't be random. Okay. You know. Well, I can't I can't say. I'm not a connoisseur. I couldn't have performed better. It was just the chance. Sure. I don't know. Don't, you know, don't don't desecrate his win in this way. No, listen, I'm happy he won, but mm-hmm. I do want it on record that Mario Party as a system isn't necessarily the best indication for skill because I think I exhibited the best skill. Sure. Okay. That's great. That's great. So you had fun? <laughs> I had a great time. It was so much fun. I never played that Mario Party because I haven't seen friends in person in a long time that would want to play that with me. And so that right. was a treat all on its own. I didn't play, just for the record, so everyone knows. Not. I sat out. You and my mother mm-hmm. just watched. We played her quiz game on her phone, though. That was fun. I was really good at it. I bet you were. Mm-hmm. I, I won that like two rounds. I play that every morning and I knew that you would be able to handle some categories that I can't, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. such as history. Yeah, I'm pretty good with history. Hate it. Science, maybe. Mm. No? Eh, Beauty depends. and fashion. Sure. You could do. Mm-hmm. I can't do those things. That's okay. Celebrities, maybe, depending on the celebrity. So much celebrity news of late, eh? Yeah, Smash Mouth died. (laughs) Smash Mouth died. But also like uh, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner are divorcing. Um, Jimmy Fallon had allegations that he fosters a hostile workplace. Really? Yeah. That did not cross my desk. That's unfortunate. Yeah, a lot of stuff. I never liked Jimmy Fallon, if I'm going to be perfectly honest. He's got, he, he gives me like deal with the devil vibes like yeah 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 yeah. he got this amazing entertainment career but at what cost like something sinister happened i agree i completely agree with you i think conan deserves Mm -hmm. everything yeah and he was robbed yeah uh because conan you know like his cue card guy has been with him for 20 years so that's that's how you know and it's that's how you know truly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh yeah fuck is kevin kevin jonas Kevin Jonas, yeah, he's around. Is he the one that's getting a divorce? No, Joe Jonas. Joe Jonas. Who's who is diabetes? That's Nick Jonas. Oh, fuck. <laughs> he's my favorite. He is? Yeah. He's married. He's married to Priyanka Chopra. That's a cool name. Yeah. I don't know who that is, but that's cool. She's a nice lady. Well, that's good. I'm happy for him. Yeah. Um 
so he's getting divorced. Smash Mouth died. Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett, Buffett died. died. That's a big one, huh? It's it's been a it's been a wild September so far. It um it brings me to uh a topic that I had written down, which is which is the the concept of the celebrity death pool. Okay. Morbid. Okay. Right. I mean, you do what you're gonna do. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. They don't know about it. Right. Right. So. You, back up. So I only know this because you said this yesterday at D&D. You have a death pool with your friends. Yes. And I have for many, many years. Mm-hmm. When I first moved to Columbus in like 20 fucking 17 or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, my friends and I all sat around and we made a celebrity death pool where you pick three celebrities that you think are going to die. And then you're mm-hmm. betting on that. You all put money in and then whoever... We were doing whoever clears the board first, but it ended up just because it's hard. Someone, someone did have uh, a, a, a bingo, as it were, and so sure. they, they got the money, and the recent celebrity deaths inspired us to restart that. Even though we don't really talk anymore, we got back in the group chat, and we, we started this again, and it made me think about celebrity death pools in general, and you know, it's in bad taste, yeah. um, but it's fun, and they don't know about it. Okay. Am I a bad guy? No, you're whimsical. I'm whimsical. And, and I think <laughs> death pools are a part of whimsy. If I, think I, that, I, I think that falls into the whimsy category. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, just so everyone knows, because uh, I feel like the podcast audience, if they don't have death pools, they can live vicariously through mine. Who, who are your picks? Yeah. So these are our picks now is what, I, is what oh. I'm saying. So we didn't really up. get a choice. No, you guys didn't get a choice, but you wouldn't have wanted to. You know, I like I wrote it down. You guys don't you made have to feel those, guilty. You made those tough calls. Yeah, 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 for sure. Right. You, so now you can enjoy the the whimsy of a death pool without having to feel the guilt. So gotcha. we have Hulk Hogan. Oh, why would you want that? Former professional wrestler. Uh, a pretty good guy, but ultimately, I just feel like I just feel like they don't stick around very long. You know, and he's he's getting older. Mm-hmm. I almost, I always mix up Hulk Hogan and Steve Austin. Different. Different? They look the same, though, they right? They couldn't look more dissimilar. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what, is, what does Steve Austin look like? Steve Austin is a bald, jacked man. Got it. Got right. it. I want to tell you something. Hulk Hogan has a blonde mullet with a bandana. I want to tell you something. I've been slotting Hulk Hogan's visage in for this man for my entire life. I've never seen this man's face before. You've never seen who? Steve Austin? Correct. (laughs) (laughs) It's also, their wrestling personas are so different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't, I, I wouldn't know. You've never seen Steve Austin. So when people were talking about John 316, Steve Austin crushing beer cans, you were picturing Hulk Hogan. 50-year-old Hulk Hogan <laughs> doing those things. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Okay. Um, so are you more disappointed or less disappointed now that you know I'm talking about Hulk Mania, Hulk Hogan? No, I'm still disappointed. He's a, he's a nice man. I don't... What does Dog the Bounty Hunter look like? Because I also might okay. have been using Steve Austin, or no, 
Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan for him too. So that's closer. That's closer. If you would have said that, I would have been like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I think Again, sometimes I just see the way someone looks and then I assign like four different identities to them. <laughs> right, right. I get that. I get that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's just so funny because it's like saying like, I just picture Pennywise the clown from It every time I think of Jennifer Lawrence. They're so different. <laughs> Hulk Hogan is so specific looking. They're both wrestlers. They're both wrestlers. That's true. It's but more like, like saying I'm picturing Pennywise the clown from It when I'm thinking of Ronald McDonald. It is like that. There you go. Yeah. Okay. That is better. And that is very wrong. <laughs> it is still very, very wrong. <laughs> one of them sells hamburgers. Right. The other one. Murders kids. I've never seen it. Really? Of, of course not. Of course, yeah. But it's fun. But he does murder children. Sure. So Hulk Hogan's number one. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, my friends and I have what we, what we have dubbed the Terry Bradshaw rule. Mm-hmm. Um, Terry Bradshaw is a retired professional quarterback. Um, and that it just means that no one can be older than Terry Bradshaw. You can't pick an mm-hmm. old guy. Yeah. One and of the Terry fun- Bradshaw. One of the what? fun things about doing our podcast is that I will hear you explain something previously and then you'll explain it again on the podcast and I have to pretend like I hadn't just heard it yesterday at D&D. Yeah, it's true. Is, I'm hearing this for the first time. That's true. That's true. And I'm glad, I'm glad we both have professionalism. <laughs> I just, I've never called it out before and I just thought it was a cute little peek behind the curtain for the listeners. Do I do a good job? You do a really good job, and I think I do a good job of pretending like this is like, oh yeah, well, you do. This. I would, I would call this one a failure. But right? No, for typically. sure. But like, I just wanted to, just for everybody out there, this is a little thing we do sometimes. It is. It absolutely is. <laughs> and you do it to me. You also do it to me. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, of course. We're making movie magic, baby. That's true. Entertainment. That's what we do. Art. Um, Terry Bradshaw. Yeah is old and that's like that's that to him to us represented the step into being old enough to die and you wouldn't ask about it right like it's too easy at that point yeah you wouldn't say how do you die you know he's just old and he's 75 so we have hulk hogan we have billy joel um not billy joel armstrong Mm -hmm. but billy joel you know who i always mix billy joel up with is elton john Again, what's happening in your brain? Those are so different. But they both have two first names. That's true. That's a good point. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So I think that's why the wires get crossed. And they're both musicians. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you see what I'm doing. And they're both British? <sighs> I don't I think know. Billy Joel's British. Is he? I thought he was like famously American. Or is that somebody else? You're thinking of Bruce Springsteen. I'm th- <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. knew, I knew no, exactly. Right. No, you're right. <laughs> you're correct. I knew exactly who you were thinking of. Oh, Billy Joel is American, though. Oh, okay. whatever. Okay, cool. So he's on our list. And then we're rounding it out with Steven Spielberg, who is old. Good. Mm-hmm. I don't he's- mix him up with anybody because I don't care about him. Right, sure. He's old and he just did like his magnum opus where he finally did like a movie about him, you know? 
and he won an Oscar for it. What was it? Fucking the the Fablemans. That sounds so boring and stupid, and I've never heard of it. I think I think it was I think it was whimsical. I'm pretty sure it was like a whimsical interpretation of his life, but ultimately. <laughs> This is, I'm going to ask you this question and it's going to sound silly, but you know who I am and you know me and it is a sincere question. Steven Spielberg, what'd he do? (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm very, I could not name a single, I know movies, but I could not name one. Steven Spielberg is one of, (laughs) Steven Spielberg is the most famous director of all time. I don't want to hear it. He made Jaws. Okay, that's that was he, a good one. Right, he made Jurassic Park. Oh, I didn't know that was him. Did he make all of them? He made E.T. Oh, Drew Barrymore. I can't speak to that, but he made E.T. <laughs> no, she was in that when she was a baby. I didn't. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I actually hated that movie. Um, he made Schindler's List. I never saw it. He made Indiana Jones. Never saw it. Uh, he made, uh, now I'm, now I'm cheating, but those are the movies off the top of my head. Catch me if you can. Never saw it. Back to the future. I saw it once. The Goonies. Never saw it. Men in Black. Never saw it. Gremlins. No. He was involved in Shrek somehow. No. So he just. He does movies. Yeah. Some of the. Arguably, uh, the person who created the summer blockbuster, um, so Steven does, Spielberg. So he does movies. So he's he in does, the pool. He's in the pool. Yes, yes. yes. If he mm-hmm. dies, I win money. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay, great, great, great. Um, yeah, uh, and you know we don't want him to die, but it feels like he's had a good life. Yeah, for sure. He seems to have done quite a bit. He's done quite a bit. Not enough to you know be on your radar consistently, <laughs> but he he has done a lot. He has done a lot. <laughs> You know, that don't impress me much. That don't impress me much, Steven. <laughs> Steven. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. Uh, but I don't think he did all the Jurassic Park ones, but he did like the classics. I don't know okay. if he did like the fucking, you know, Chris Pratt ones. Okay. The ones your girlfriends go say that they're going to see so they can cheat on you. Those right. ones. Right. He didn't do those. He did not do those. No. It's very specific. Is it? Hmm. That's not a relatable. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, I hope those guys die or not. No, die. Okay. But, I, I sh- but no. But not. But if they do. If they do. Here's the thing. Sure. If they're going to die, they're going to die. Right. Everybody I does. Can't, I can't save Hulk Hogan as much as I want to. Right. And Although I'll be sad when he goes. Might as well get a little skrill out of it. It would be, it, it like, you know, gives him new life to be a part mm-hmm. of my death pool. And it it's serves like, oh my God, a greater Hulk Hogan purpose. Died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I when get it's it. A, when it's a sad death, the last death pool ended with a relatively sad death. Oh. That's kind of a bummer. Because then it's like, oh. Who was it? Ralphie May. I don't know who that is. Ralphie May was a stand-up comedian. Oh. Did he, was it sad? Yeah, he was, he was just, he was like, he had a food addiction. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was yeah. sad. That is sad. Yeah. And yeah. you made light of it. I didn't put him sure. on my list. Okay. So. Someone did. 
my list was Jackie Chan. Oh. No, he's a piece of shit. Really? Yes. We don't like Jackie Chan? No. Okay. No, he- What do you do? uh, cut his children out of his will and doesn't speak to his gay daughter because she's gay. Right. Gotcha. Okay. I do yeah. hope he dies. Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. So it's like right. okay. Fuck Jackie Chan. Sure, fuck I, again. Jackie Chan. Great movies. I wouldn't know. You not no. one Michael, Jackie Chan. No. No. Rush Hour. No. My cats are fighting. Hold on. I heard, I heard that. That was horrifying. It was horrifying. It scares me every time. <laughs> Let me go. I'm going to go grab them yeah, and go, I'll be right back. Go break them up. Oh, wow. This is fun. Michael doesn't usually leave me with the mic unattended. I'm okay. Boys. I know we do a lot of little goofy goofs here where I make the joke like, oh, I don't, I don't pay attention to pop culture. I don't see movies. And I, I know that there is a level of that that is insufferable. Like, I'm aware that there is an archetype of person who just is like, I don't know. I'm, I, and that's annoying. Like, I get it. And I'm never trying to be that, right? Like, I'm just purely expressing to you all that I just choose typically to just not view things. Uh, and I think it's funny to, to upset Michael uh, in that, that way. So here we go. He's coming back. Whose fault was it? Who did it? I'm back. Who instigated? Um, it's hard. It's hard to tell. I arrived too late to the scene. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. I'm gonna guess it was Munch. Okay. Just based off of where it happened, but it could have been Finn. Mm. And it always, it always could have been. You know. Yeah, for sure. You've never seen Rush Hour? No, no, certainly not. You should. No. I bet that movie holds up. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Still not going to watch it. All right. Yeah. 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 No. I'm sure it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, um, so it was a great visit. I think is the visit. point. Is Long the point. story short, great visit. Great visit to Chicago. Had a fun time. Had a fun time. Um, I want to talk about Baldur's Gate. Sure, of course. I've been playing it for a while, and I, it just hasn't really come up on the podcast naturally. But I do want to talk about it. Baldur's Gate 3. Baldur's Gate 3. You may have heard of it. A lot of people are talking about it, at least in my circles. Which oh, is, it's, all, it's all the rage. Which is, you know, it's interesting because those aren't usually my circles. I'm pretty new to the video yeah. game space. We had an episode that was kind of my entrance into Trying it. Trying to get you in there. And I'm in there and I'm, I'm playing one. And I'll tell you what. Uh, it's a game that is, for, for those who don't know, which is probably like my mom. Uh, <laughs> there's, it's a game that is, it's a computer game, but it's essentially D&D. Like mm-hmm. it's using the the rule system of D and D five e, you're like in doing combat and you're talking to people and you're making roles to succeed at certain things, uh, and it's really fun and it's kind of one of the reasons that like so many people are talking about it right now is because it kind of is so at least to my understanding and you correct me if I'm wrong Michael but it's so different from like kind of everything else that's out there because of how like complex it is and how sure. many different outcomes there are. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I haven't finished it yet because I don't want to yet. I know. Like I've restarted the first act at this point like four times just oh. because like 
I'm going through all the same stuff and I'm like retaining things from my other runs and like finding new things to do. And I'm just I'm having a great time playing like the same few hours of content over and over again because it's literally been a different experience every time. And you're such a gamer. It's so fun. <laughs> it's so fun. It brings it brings a tear to my eye. Does it? Lady, ladies and gentlemen, when I, one time <laughs> when Natalie and I were dating, she came over and we were hanging out with my buddies and we wanted to play video games. And I handed Natalie a controller. <laughs> and it was as if I handed you a scalpel and said, take out my appendix. It, that, I would still have the same reaction. That's true, but you didn't seem open to learning, I think. Is, I, I <laughs> still, I'm still not in terms of controllers. I don't have that kind of dexterity, but right, clicky, right. clicky keys, I can do. I think that was my, like, my interpretation was just that was your attitude towards all video games. It wasn't sure. the apparatus that I thought was the problem. No, I was, I, I literally don't know how to move my hands. Right. And you say, like, press X. And I'm like, I don't, what? are you talking about and i know that there's a button that has an x on it but it's like i in the moment i don't know i like i like a computer and for the audience it was a nintendo 64 controller which is not a starter controller it really isn't i threw you i threw you into the deep end yeah i don't know why you would have you would have done that to me that's why we broke up yeah right (laughs) we were just playing a lot of super smash brothers 64 at the time i didn't like it yeah i don't remember that probably because i blocked it out it didn't last very, the moment didn't last very long, but no. I remember it because it was like, okay, don't, don't do that again. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Strike one. Make note, she's not open to that. <laughs> no. And so hearing this, it, it excites me so much that you're like, I've, you're going back, you're playing again. You don't want the game to end. Uh, that's, it's such a beautiful experience. Yeah, yeah. And I like, I am at a place w- with it where like, I know that when I do progress in the story, I'm going to be so into it yeah. that I'm going to want those four different playthroughs to like experience the same thing from four different dimensions like throughout the whole thing. Absolutely. That is very true. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how it's big the game is when you downloaded it? How many gigs it was? Oh, a lot. Uh, yeah. I don't know specifically, but like Paige started playing it too. And I was with her when she was installing it and she had to like uninstall a couple other things. Like it's yeah. real big. I, uh, cause I have not been playing, playing Baldur's Gate 3. Mm-hmm. Cause I've been playing Starfield. Right. The new Bethesda franchise. Mm-hmm. And it is so good. Okay. It's so good. And it's mm-hmm. a fifth of my hard drive. Uh, like, yeah. That game is so fucking big. It's the biggest game I've ever played. Yeah. Um, but it's it's your Bethesda game. It's your like your Fallout, your your fucking Skyrim, whatever, based mm-hmm. in outer space, which is Michael's perfect game. Okay, great. If you would Are have you asked a- me five years ago, Michael, what's your ideal game? I would have said, I just want like a Skyrim, but in space, and that that's what this is. Are you having a fun time? The first day I installed it. And I paid more so I could play it early, yeah. And I installed it. And nine hours went by. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh-oh. I got to be careful here. Mm-hmm. I have to be careful. And so uh, I've been really, really enjoying myself, but I have put a limit on the amount I'm playing. That's another reason I think why I've kept restarting Boulder Skate is like 
when I don't know what's coming, I can just lose track of time. Like at least now I know like what milestones are so that I can kind of meter myself. Yeah. Yeah. You can, cause there's a lot of, there's, I'm sure there's a lot of side quests. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You can get really wrapped up in that shit, you know? And I made a backstory for my character and Starfield and he's from this like rough city on this rough planet and I finally Mm -hmm. got there. And so now I'm just living there. Yeah. In a shitty neon motel and like doing all of the side quests possible because I feel like my character has returned home. Mm-hmm. And that's, you have to check yourself when you start yeah. having those feelings and maybe go outside, go for right. a drive, mm-hmm. talk to somebody, you know, interact with people. Yeah. 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 No, for sure. No, I get it. I absolutely get it. I'm there with you. Um, I, I'm just having a really good time. Something that I love about Baldur's Gate is the character creator. There's a lot of yeah. options, and I made a lot of pretty ladies. Oh, that's nice. Do you make? Yeah. Do you ever make them look like you? No, no, because I like like colors, and like I like when they have like pink hair and that kind of sure. stuff. So I like to just make them really fun. I spent a lot of time making my Starfield guy look like me. Okay, because I wanted me to be flying the spaceship. Oh yeah. Right? <laughs> Uh, but then when I got to my hometown, my, again, it's a rough area. My character's hometown. I don't look like I belong there. Right. On that planet for sure. Right. And so I did make some modifications, but now it's just me with a cool haircut an earring and a face tattoo. And so it's there like, you oh, go. now I'm super cool. Now you're super cool. And it's a lot of fun. Do you have a name? Okay. So. Everyone else has one name, and so I just went with Bishop because it kind of sounds, it's my last name, but it also sounds like a space guy. Mm-hmm. Like a scout. I'm a space scoundrel. That, the like, confusing thing about all of my characters is that they're all some variant of Opal, mm. and so I never know which Opal I am at any given time. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that being confusing, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. that's still cool. Still what you got to do. Still good names. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah you had to do it what are you gonna do i had to it, we've already talked about how naming things is embarrassing yeah so like oh yeah you know i have a i have a touchstone yeah and um, the new rocket league season started sure that i don't know as much about so i did my placements and a 13 year old almost made me want to quit the other day mm-hmm. yeah did they say like fuck you hemo no, that would I would have been very surprised if they threw out that insult randomly. Yeah. Uh, but he he was just saying that I wasn't playing in a way that was going to get me respect. <laughs> and I was like, respect a from 14 who? 14 year old came for your ass on respect. Yeah. <laughs> I said, respect from who? And he said, us, you know, the community. And Damn. we were playing, keep in mind, we were playing casually. It wasn't a competitive playlist. It was casual. What was and wrong I, with the way you were playing? I just wasn't doing anything fancy. I'm an old man. You know, I'm, I'm on the ground. I'm like, I'm playing with my head, not my crazy reflexes. Um, apparently, that's sorry, not dog. very respectable. Hi, Lily. It's not. No, it's not respectable, apparently. And. Oh, this dog. Pet me. Okay. I go for Lily, there's someone. What do you want me for? She's so cute. 
if you can't step over those cords. <laughs> oh no. <sighs> Sorry about that. Where was I? You were talking about Rocket League, but like if you lost your train of thought and don't want to talk about it anymore, that's totally cool. We can No, move the kid, on. no respect. <laughs> yep. So I wasn't getting respect the way I was playing, and I said respect from who? He said the community. Mm-hmm. We were playing casually. I said, where do you think you are right now? You know what I mean? Like, we're playing casually. Right. And now so you did, you, you got into a fight with the 13-year-old? Yeah, now we're in an argument. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't want to be. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to enjoy myself, right? Yeah, you, so you, you did engage the child in an, audi- in an argument, but you did not want to. I did. And, uh, and honestly, I was trying to be a good guy. Okay. I usually have my chat off. I was, I turned my chat on just so I could say good game to everybody after the game was over. Right. Uh-huh. But it opened me up to ridicule. ridicule. And yeah. now I'm in an argument with presumably a 13 year old. Right. And so, yeah, I was like, where do you think you are? This is casual. He was like, man, I don't, this is, you know, I don't play that fucking old and casual even. And I said, Hey, I'm 30. You know? Yeah. Come on. I'm just trying to live my life. And when I said I'm 30, he said, oh, my God. Too (laughs) old. Maybe you should uninstall. And then I didn't say anything. And then he said, maybe pick up an MMO. That might be more your speed. (laughs) That's so funny. And I was like, yeah, maybe it is. I'm going to go play Starfield. I'm going to go play Starfield. Damn, uh, roasted. So that, That's why I'm not having kids. They're fucking mean. They're fucking mean. Here's the thing. <laughs> I don't understand how Rocket League got to this place, but like when you get scored on, mm-hmm. for some reason, when someone gets scored on, it's not the other person saying, the person who got scored on saying nice shot. It's the person doing the scoring saying, what a save. Like, mm-hmm. why can't we just compliment each other and, and celebrate each other's successes? Rather than demeaning when we succeed, I don't understand why we have to do that. Right, right, for sure. It's just sad. It's because children lack empathy and also children like car soccer games. Yeah, they do. They do. And they're good. Yeah, sure. They got time. They're really good. It it was just summer vacation. They've been draining. The thing is, I wasn't even losing. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's even more heartbreaking. You were just putting on a poor showing. Well, basically, he was doing all his flippy flips and missing, and then I was just walking the ball into his net because he had just taken himself out of the play by doing something stupid. Right. But that's, and then he was like, that's disrespectful. You shouldn't just walk it in. You should also try to do some flippy flip thing that you're going to miss. And it's like, why would I do that? Mm, gotcha. I want to, you know, I want to win. Well, blame it on his prefrontal cortex. Yeah, we should. And I turned my chat off, and now no one gets a good game from me, and I feel bad. Fuck him. I guess. Yeah. But you know, they won. But like, did they? Right. Someday they're going to grow up and they're going to have to get a job. Right. And that sucks. And it sucks. You know, no one wins. Yeah. Life will get them down eventually, but. For sure. Yeah. Speaking of jobs, I got a new one. You did. I'm so tired, bro. Yeah. I'm so mentally exhausted. I've I've been learning so much. I've been burning the candle at both ends. Yeah. But I'm trying. Yeah, it's it's cool. I thought to myself, the last time I started a new job, I pushed myself really hard uh, all the time. 
but particularly at the beginning because I wanted to make a good impression. Sure. But then as time went by and new people were hired and I got the chance to talk to these new people, I would say to them, enjoy being new. Take your take your fucking time because yeah. shit's going to ramp up. And so I had this mentality when I started this new job. I was like, okay, obviously, you know, I'm going to try and I'm going to do a good job, but I'm going to pace myself. You know, I'm going to like Love take it. it easy. I'm going to enjoy being new. I'm not going to push myself. No, 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 no. And it wasn't Couldn't even my it. choice. There's just so much to do. <sighs> but that's okay. Yeah, that's that's okay. okay. You know, at the very least, it's it's challenging and that's exciting. Um, my old job was kind of boring after right. a while. So new new thing, new subject matter. That's good. But man, am I tired. Yeah. Yeah. The, I've been I just I just flew in. Boy, are my arms Boy, tired. Boy, are your arms tired. But maybe <laughs> maybe it'll get easier? I think that it will probably. Or it will just get different. Right. Okay. Okay. So that's, yeah. Yeah. But it's exciting. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. I've had a lot of people text me and say that they're proud of me. And in true me fashion, I've not responded. Sure. Sure. Of course. I've been overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh. Well, as someone close to you, we get it. Yeah. Thank it you. It happens. It happens. Sometimes I just want to play Baller's Gate. Of course. And, and you should. At, and not look at my phone. And you should do that. Mm-hmm. Um, in therapy. T- Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say something that's weird about my job is that I am working on West Coast time now, which yeah. means that I am technically like supposed to be online from like 11 to 7 my time. Yeah. Uh, it's 9 p.m. right now for me. It's very weird that I just got off work two hours ago. Yeah, that's so weird. Especially because I've gotten in the kind of bad habit of sleeping in until 1030 over sure. the last four days. So I spent two of those days sleeping until 1030. And now I just have less day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm so tired that I'm still going to bed at like 11. Yeah. That's not how you want to do that. For that's sure. That's not. No, I got to figure something out. But anyway, yeah. what happened in therapy? I was just going to say, my uh, speaking of like not being by your phone or whatever, my therapist recommend that like once a month I get a little Airbnb somewhere and just like take some time yeah. to myself and work on my, uh, I'm, this project I'm trying to work on. I'm like, because I was telling her I'm having trouble writing. Like I used to write at night exclusively and now I'm old and I'm tired at night and mm-hmm. I don't really know what to do. And she was like, man, just... You should get away a couple days a month. Just get like a $80 a night Airbnb somewhere and just like post up and write there. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. That sounds cool. You should. You had such a a good time in Chicago, right? I did. Yeah. And it'd be fun to just like do that somewhere where it's just like my own little, I don't know, in the woods or whatever. And I can just write. And then when I'm done, go outside and be like, oh, look at this. And then go back inside. Right. Yeah. I'm going to the woods. I'm going to the mountains. Where whoa? Uh, me and Jimmy are going to Colorado in October. At the end of October. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, we're we've got a little cabin in the woods booked. We're gonna bring in the dogs. So adorable. Opal's going to the mountains, and so is Bennett. If he can take it. Yeah, the air because he's be he'll be high up. That's what I'm worried about. I am gonna call the vet and ask if I should be worried about like elevation. Yeah. I we're not gonna like take him hiking or anything. They're just gonna hang out at the Airbnb. Uh, but I'm worried about <laughs> that. So yeah, yeah. But so he might 
he might stay here, but. Well, if he needs a buddy, let me know. Well, yeah, if you want to come hang out with the bean. I definitely would if if Colorado's too high for him. Oh, it's too high. It's too high. I can't breathe. I'm tired. <laughs> uh, that's so exciting. Man, it's right around the corner. And my birthday's this month. Your birthday's this month in 20 days. In 20 days. Mm-hmm. I'll be 30. One. What's that? 31. 31. 31. I'll be 31. I'll be 31. And he's getting tattooed that day. Oh. The next what day you- he's going to go see Ryan. What are you going to get? Getting a bishop and a king chess piece. Aw, cute. For my family it- names. And then a D20 right here. Aw, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. I'm going to also get a D20 someday and I'm going to have it on the 20. Cause- Me too. Oh, wow, we're gonna have matching tattoos again. Oh, cause Nat. Right, then the Nat twenty. That's cute. That's pretty good. Mine's just cause like it shows it. It's a twenty. Right. Nice. Sure. Die. Um, that's dope though. Cool. I'll get it first, so you'll be copying me. Oh well, it was kind of my idea first because I've been mm, wanting to do it for a while. I didn't hear. Well, you don't really listen. I bet you could literally find an episode of this podcast where I said that exact anecdote. I don't, maybe, maybe you also Mm -hmm. did just tell me that in Chicago, but I did want this before that. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) It is. It's always so cool that you have the bishop and the king and that those are thematically connected. Yeah. That's cute. That's cute. And so are you going to have them next next to each other? Yeah. Oh, cute. Oh, yeah. Are they going to be black or white or one of each? Good question. Yeah. Probably one of each. Yeah. Yeah. Good question. <laughs> Didn't think about it. Are they from opposing sides or the same side? Ah. Hmm. No, they should be the same side, maybe. Okay. Right? I don't know. Or does that imply incest? Yeah, and like from different sides could imply, you know, like, you know, inside you there are two wolves. Right, which is the truth. The truth. Inside me there are two Mm -hmm. wolves. Yeah. Bella. (laughs) Where the hell have you been, Loka? Right? (laughs) Um. I have, that's not a Twilight reference, by the way. That's a reference to that (laughs) shitty meme that's like, inside of you are two wolves, and the one that survives is the one that you feed, and one's like anger, and one's like happiness. I thought maybe Jacob said that. No, that would be pretty good, though. Inside of him, there's one wolf, and it's just a wolf. I guess that's true. But I thought maybe he was telling Bella, like, you got a vampire or a wolf who's who's going to be in you. I got my Twilight tattoo. Yeah. What? You, you said that like you didn't believe me. <laughs> no, I like, did, but I then didn't... I realized I had, to, I had to adjust. So I was going to stretch out my yeah to cover up the noise of me moving, but then I didn't. And then. Yeah. It just uh, sounded skeptical just and weird. Yeah, for right, sure. Right. Because I wasn't thinking right. about how it sounded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Let's say yeah. It again. Let me take it again. 
I got I've got a twi- my Twilight tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> one more time. Give me one more. You got it. You got it. <clears throat> I I I got a Twilight tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. Was that good? No. It's fuck. Yeah, I love it. No. Thank you. No, I liked it. Yes. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. You do. I love it. Good. Uh, I love good. it. You nailed it. I can see Munch's First little try. butt. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing over there. <laughs> this cat's well, been very yeah, cuddly recently. Aw. Yeah. I'm maybe into he it. maybe he wants to take money from you. That could be. Yeah. He already does. Yeah. I also I don't have any money anymore. Munch, no money. Munch, no more money. Munch, no more money. <laughs> I imagine that Munch does have the personality of Scrooge McDuck. Oh, I could see that for sure. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't know what to do with that energy. No, no. So they, so he fights Finn. So he just fights Finn and eats his kids. Who is who's kind of the ghost of Christmas? past present and future yeah yeah whatever oh, the scary no. one whatever that one was mm-hmm. <laughs> no yeah which one's the like grim reaper wasn't one of them just the grim reaper the, the future the future yeah like you're gonna die that guy you're gonna die yeah that's my cat did you know that i was in a production of a christmas carol in high school <laughs> i did i did not know that Ooh. Oh. I was the ghost of Christmas past. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. That's fun. So you were like, was, hey, remember remember, it? remember when you were in love? Right. Yeah. That's fun. Did you do a voice? No, not really. I just kind of did it. Oh, you should have done like a ghost voice. Well, what's a ghost voice? Oh, yeah. Now, like Michael, I... I'm an actor, okay? <laughs> I take my craft very seriously, and that sounds farcical. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, listen, I'm an audio guy. I'm a voiceover actor. Right. If okay. someone gave us the credits? lines. Um, I, I, gosh, I mean, I don't know. It's hard, it, it would be hard to go over everything, but. I, if someone gave us lines, I think uh-huh. I would read as ghost before you would. Yeah, no, for sure. I would take it seriously and follow the directions. Me too. Oh, yeah. Is If the role was for Scooby-Doo, I would get it. Yeah, okay. Okay. I'm not going to argue <laughs> with you on that. I'm sure you can do a better Scooby-Doo impression than me. That's fine. I don't feel the no, need no, no, to fight a ghost that battle. In- a ghost in an episode of Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah, no. That's a different kind of ghost. That's a different ghost flavor. That's 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 chocolate ghost. I was working with vanilla ghost. The audition is Scooby-Doo Incorporated Mystery Incorporated. Colon, a Christmas Carol. Scooby-Doo this Comma, Scooby-Doo pre- presents Scoop No. Scooby-Doo presents Scooby-Doo presents a Christmas Carol. And it's so so. Ebenezer Scrooge is obviously Scooby, right? Um, Ebenezer Scrooge is 
I guess he did have to be Scooby. And then the the best friend that that is dead in the beginning, that's got to be Shaggy. Shaggy, that's Shaggy for sure. Ghost of Christmas Past. Velma. Okay, I could see that. I'm just doing my fantasy cast. You're not involved. Ghost of Christmas uh, well, Present. Fred. Fred. <laughs> yeah, if we can agree on that. Yeah, we can all agree on that. That Ghost one seems Christmas obvious for future. some reason. I don't know. Who's the scariest well, it's only one Daphne. in the Scooby gang? Yeah, I guess it's Daphne. That's kind of cool. Yeah. But what Wait, about no. like Grand- Daphne could Grampy be, do? That, that's the thing is Daphne could be the girl that Scooby's in love with. And then Ghost okay. of Christmas Future could be they unmask him and it's uh, it's Shaggy. Scrappy. Scrappy, because Scrappy was kind of and, a jerk. Well, and in the for in that in the live action movie, he was the bad guy. So it stands true. Oh, was reason. he? He'll be nefarious, wasn't he? Or a bad guy? I never guy? saw it. I never you saw it. You never saw it, Michael. You never a, saw the live action Scooby Doo movie from what, like two thousand five? Natalie, I'm a purist. Michael, you met him. I would. I met him. I know him. Okay, and I know like the OG. That's my shit. Why would I? Michael, why that, would I taint it? No, Michael, that movie is legitimately very good, and I would love to watch it with you. Michael, I've heard I, it's good. I'm not fucking with you. I'll watch it with you, but I'm You're saying gonna like, like it right now. I'm sure sh- I'm sure I would, and I will watch it with you. I'm saying like in 2005 though, I was like, no, dude, this is my guy, and they're fuck. They're like. I don't like what they're doing with him. He had to get on a plane, and so he dressed up as an old lady. I've seen it. I've seen that scene, or like stills of that scene, and that's why I didn't see the movie, because I was like, it's re- what it's they massacred funny. my boy. They no, massacred they my boy. Look no, at him. No, they did a great job. No, he looks great. He doesn't. No, it's a good movie. You're going to like it. We're going to watch it. I will watch it. And it's from but 2002. Uh, I, t- right. Uh, wow. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get, but I was ten, you know, mm-hmm. and so like I'd, I I'd a, been a fan of Scooby Doo for years. I have a very vivid memory of being at my friend Jenny Baker's house in probably in two thousand and three, and watching that movie <laughs> on video at her house sure. in like her den, and my mom coming to pick me up and being devastated that my mom came to pick me up before that movie ended because I just wanted <laughs> to know what happened to Scooby and all his friends. And I did find I out. Never, like I did I did watch that movie again. I never would have guessed that you were there. Like like that you ever would have been anticipating the climax of a Scooby Doo movie. Yeah, I never saw Rush Hour, but But I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, that's insane to me. But we'll 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 fix that too. No. Um what do you so- mean? I don't want to watch Chris, it. <laughs> Chris Tucker. Who the fuck is that? The guy from Rush Hour. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that movie doesn't hold up, by the way. <laughs> okay. I'm sure there are a lot of jokes in a 90s comedy starring a black man and a Chinese man that probably don't play anymore. <laughs> sure. Sure, sure, sure. Um. So we've reached an hour. I do want to wrap it up soon, but really quick, I want to take five minutes and tell you about one more thing. 
Okay. I've been watching a new Dick Wolf production. Mm. Dick Wolf, you know him, you love him from the Law and Order franchise. He has something called the Chicago franchise. Yes, I'm familiar. Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, and Chicago Med, which I have been watching. Now, Chicago Med. All of them are just Med. Just Med. Just Med. Chicago Med is, it's a show about doctors in Chicago written by people who have never been doctors and probably never been to Chicago. Love it. And it's so good for that. It's so good for that. Uh, (laughs) Love it. uh, I just, it's it's so boring that I can't Mm -hmm. stop watching it. Mm -hmm. Because it's like Dick, Dick Wolf can make a fucking show. Sure. But it's, it's, and it's a procedural, so you can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, man, it, I don't know. It, it doesn't have the, it doesn't have the heart that Law and Order does. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't have the, the, the intrigue that House does. Um, it's kind not of a, just not a, 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 a production. A poor no, it, I mean it is a Dick Wolf production, but he I think he's losing his his special sauce. But it is no, interesting. But I mean, house the, isn't. No, no, but I compare it. It's a medical drama. Yes, yes, um, I understand. But I just I wanted to just give you a brief lowdown on all the characters so that you can kind of understand. <laughs> sure. We've got Doctor We've got Doctor Natalie Manning, and I'll tell you what Whoa. it's it's jarring to listen to a TV show where they say your name a lot. Yes. Uh, and then we've got we've got Dr. Will Halstead, uh, uh-huh. who's annoying. He's kind of our sure. uh, our doctor who goes against the rules. We've got Dr. Ethan Choi, who is a former Navy, and he has a lot of PTSD. And in one episode, he got a parrot, and that helps. Um, <laughs> that does help. I've heard. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we've got prisoners of war. Par- we've got uh, Dr. Rhodes. <laughs> Who I don't remember his first name, but oh, uh, sure. Connor Rhodes. Ew. He's from the rich side of Chicago. See, he's from Sounds Lakeshore like Drive, and Doctor Will sure. Halstead. He's from the South Side, and they don't okay. get along very well. <laughs> no, why would they? Um, they all—they're always just the fact that they're in Chicago is just so inconsequential. They'll just make sure. an offhand comment that's like, I haven't seen that since the last time the Cubs won the World Series. <laughs> They're just like, but otherwise it could be anywhere. <laughs> the writers are like, have we established oh, they're in Chicago gonna, yet? What do, what do we know no, about not, Chicago? Not this episode. The Bean. They also do something that I think is kind of in poor taste, uh, which is... There is a nickname for Chicago um, that has arisen from news sensationalizing uh, gun violence in Chicago. Yes. Chicago does have a lot of gun violence, but when you look at it uh, like in comparison to the population, it's uh, a yep. lot better than, for example, St. Louis. But, you know, yeah. whatever. That's neither here nor there. Chicago Med really, really likes to talk about how much uh, gun violence they see in the emergency department of this fictionalized Chicago hospital to the point Ugh. where uh, the nickname for Chicago is Chirac. 
that they yeah. they they uh-huh. say, uh, and they call the emergency department on the show uh, Baghdad, and it's like, oh, boy. ooh, I don't know about it. <laughs> I don't know. Oh boy! I, first of all, I don't even know if that makes sense to call you the emergency room Baghdad. Yeah, but oh boy! But also, oh wow! Boy. That's yeah, that's a risky one, guys. I don't, I don't know that's about risky. that. That's a Dick risky Wolf, one. But you know, he's old. Dick Wolf's old. He's old. Uh, but I will tell you about my my favorite character, and that's Doctor Charles, and he's a psychiatrist, uh, and he oh. will come in and and you know he'll diagnose people and talk to them, and he wears a tie, and so that's cool. A B.D. Wong type. He's a B.D. Wong type, but I do think he's more of a staple, like main cast. Like B.D. Wong okay. left after a couple seasons. I think Doctor Charles is probably here to stay. He's the most beloved character of this cast. So if they if he does leave, you know that's going to be a big departure. Sure, sure. <laughs> wow, wow. And B.D. Wong, kind of, he he was weaving in and out even when he was on the cast. You know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He was wow. ancillary. Yes, totally. Yeah. But anyway, that's well, what I've been playing wow. while I've been playing Baldur's Gate. That's what I've been having on in the background of Chicago uh, Met. Okay, so it's kind, of, it's kind of like a passive watching. Right, yeah. That's good. Because it doesn't, and I doesn't started sound like the type of show it. you would be sitting Well, I down started watching it because TikTok kept showing me clips. And I was like, I want to know what happens to these twins. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. And did you find out? No, I haven't seen the episode yet. I'm waiting oh, shit. for it. Okay. <laughs> well, you're putting <laughs> the time in to figure that out. Once I get to the twins episode, I'm going to be done. That's actually not a bad marketing strategy is to just show a clip from an episode way, way, <laughs> way deep in your way. season. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, fuck. So people have to, people watch everything. That, that's Man, that's good. TikTok, you've done it again. D- Dick Wolf knows what he's doing. He does, for sure. I love that we credit Dick Wolf with every decision that's made on a television t- show. He's in he... charge of the marketing and the costume and craft services. Everything. He does it all. Casting. Yeah, yeah. Good for him. Um, well, did you have any other closing remarks? No, I don't think so. Okay. Are you going to have a good fun. week? Um, I hope so. Yeah, you will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Are you? Yeah, probably. Okay, good. Okay. Then I will too. Okay, great. I'll and do hey, my best. If you're listening to this, I hope you have a good week too. Yeah, me too. Um, I want to say thank you to Kevin Budnick for our cover art and to Ryan and Brandel for our intro and to Michael for all of his various contributions across those areas. I also want to say thank you to Paige for her beautiful editing prowess and for helping me troubleshoot the fact that Audacity didn't want to work for me this episode. <laughs> and so I'm recording my audio in QuickTime. Yeah. Um, I also want to thank you for listening. If you are. If you're not, fuck you. But if you are, fuck you, man. (laughs) If you are, though, (laughs) that's really cool. And I appreciate it. And I think that um, I have a prediction for you. I I think I forgot to do this last week. So I'm sorry if, you know, you didn't have a joyful moment. Uh, But this, this week, I'll give you a joyful moment. I think if you're listening to this right now, you are going to, hey, 
it's getting the weather's getting colder out there. Maybe you're going to bust out a jacket from last season and you oh. know what's going to happen when you stick your hand in that jacket pocket. You're going to find a crisp $5 bill and a coupon to see a movie Whoa. for a discount. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yep. So go rummage around in your closets. Okay. All right. Maybe I will. Yeah. Maybe I will. Um, All right. Anything else? Just say I love you and thank you. I love you. Thank you. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I think (laughs) with that out of the way, all that's left to say is good Good night. night. New York. We love you. Bye. My ex and I podcast. They're talking exes for the rest of us. Woo. Woo.